It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello and welcome to the e-commerce master plan podcast. It's very cool to have you out there listening. So thank you for choosing our our show to listen to. Um, I'm Chloe, the host. And did you know this year so far in 2020, we've had guests on the show from nine different countries. It's not just about the UK or the US, this show. We go, we go global as much as we can. So if you're out there listening and you're going, why is she not interviewed someone from my country? Then why not put yourself forward? You can apply to be a guest at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. On that page, you'll find a link to our guest application form. And I would love to hear from you because some of my favourite interviews are with people like you, people who listen to the show. In today's episode, we're getting deep into the marketing success data, I suppose, of uh, of e-commerce. We are talking about customer lifetime value a little bit. We are talking about email pop-ups. We're talking about Facebook ads, about split testing, about uh, checkout processes, lots of like proper chunky e-commerce must-dos in today's episode, um, plus some really cool ideas about kind of the mindset of the business too. I think you're going to really like this one. Please do check out the sponsors though before we get into all of that. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo gives you the tools to get growing faster. That's why it's trusted by over 38,000 e-commerce brands. Build your contact lists and emails that pop and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit klaviyo.com slash masterplan to create Create your free account. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. With SEMPRO Online from Pitney Bowes, you can simply print postage stamps and shipping labels even when working remotely. For as low as $4.99 a month, you'll get access to special discounts and save up to 40% off USPS Priority Mail. Plus, for being an e-commerce master plan listener, you'll receive a free 30-day trial to get started and a free £10 scale to ensure that you never overpay. That includes being able to schedule package pickups and track shipments from departure to arrival. Go to pb.com forward slash masterplan to access this special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free £10 scale to get started. That's pb.com slash m-a-s-t-e-r-p-l-a-n to experience savings in your shipping costs with a free trial of SEMPRO Online from Pitney Bowes. And now to introduce today's special guest. Brian Larson is the founder of Restore-A-Pet, a pet supplement subscription e-commerce store. Launched in 2014, sales grew by over 500% in 2018, and they are on track for $10 million in sales this year. Hello, Brian. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, thanks for coming on and and sharing details of what's such a successful business on the show. I'm very much looking forward to hearing how you've achieved such great things. But um, before we get into that, Brian, how did you get started in e-commerce? Yeah. So Restore a Pet was, was my first real foray into the e-commerce world. I, I knew that Restore a Pet, which is a, a pet supplement business, was going to be something that I wanted to be direct to consumer. Um, we've 
knew pretty early on that this was going to be a subscription product and that the ability to achieve recurring revenue and to build a base of subscribers was going to be critical to the business's success. So I had had some experience building some websites in WordPress and uh, learned WooCommerce pretty early on um, and decided that when we were launching RestorePet in, in early 2014, that we would use that platform, that we would build this piece by piece as a, as a dedicated e-commerce site, direct to consumer, and that really Amazon to date, is, is, is the only other channel that we really do any significant sales on. So it's really between those two channels. Wow. And we'll, we'll get into kind of more of the site element of it, because you've got quite a different approach to an e-commerce site, I think a lot of our listeners. So we'll get into that shortly. But before we do, let's, uh, let's just kind of tick the boxes about the business. So where in the world are you and where do you sell to? Yeah, so we are located just outside of Washington, D.C., in, in the U.S. Uh, we source ingredients from the U.S. and manufacture and distribute out of a single location. So we do everything in-house, um, from manufacturing to distribution, packaging, the whole deal, customer service, everything is out of this one massive warehouse. Uh, we shipped all over the world uh, from our website. We've sold to over 100 countries around the world since we started the business in 2014. Wow, that's really impressive. I think uh, for anyone to try and name 100 countries is quite difficult. I certainly I could. I yeah, could. I don't think I could either. Um, but but they're right. yeah, it's quite kind of cool. I love it looking at the, the list of places where the listeners to the podcast come from. And you're like, really? Wow. <laughs> Didn't know that country existed, let alone the fact they had e-commerce going on there. Yeah. Um, so you said you've got uh, everything in-house. So how many of you are there in the team these days? Yeah, so we've got about 15 in the team in total. Um, it, we really have looked at lean operations, lean manufacturing. So I rely a lot on automation. We've got a lot of people on the digital side of our team. So uh, an advertising uh, VP who kind of controls the agency. I've got a chief growth officer, which was one of the most important acquisitions that I, I think I've been able to make for the company, the standard sort of CFO, myself, an assistant, and a lot of other people on the team. But on that e-commerce marketing financial side, having a chief growth officer has been really great for us. I love that. you. So you chose a, not a marketing, uh, not a CMO, but a CGO. What was your thinking behind that? Yeah. So, and I guess, you know, there's a bit of a subtle kind of distinction between the two, but um, I really looked at what chief growth officers are capable of purely on the digital side of things. And, and the title I thought was really important because um, we have a marketing team, but because we're a business that is so e-commerce friendly and because so much of what we're doing is this really explosive growth-oriented work, a lot of kind of viral components to the business, hence how we've, we've been able to grow in this way, looking at this and calling it sort of traditional marketing didn't really make as much sense to me. So I actually was able to bring on the chief growth officer from another very well-known pet business called BarkBox. Huge oh, yeah. $100 million business is, is my chief growth officer now, uh, a guy named Jordan Diodato. Really phenomenal, very talented CGO. So it's, it's been great. Nice hire. Well done on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very, very happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's one of those things which 
you can see some people bringing in their, you know, listening to a podcast like this and bringing in their marketing um, director on a Monday morning and go, I've decided to call you my chief growth officer. And, um, but that's completely missing the point because it, it's a completely different mindset, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. It's just a word change, but actually it's a huge difference between a growth officer and a marketing officer because they are, it, it's like I said, it's a completely different mindset change. Yeah, I agree. And I think that a really talented chief growth officer is, I mean, this could be true of a chief marketing officer as well, but really obsessed with the data. Jordan is is truly like a data scientist in every sense of the word. And so he is constantly making these kind of extrapolations on what every piece is going to mean. And, and we'll certainly get into you know the value for, for our business in split testing and just proving everything out. But when everything that he's doing doing is really focused on growth, there's a, a lot of strategy and a lot of, of work that goes into acquisition that really impacts the bottom line in the short term. And that proves very, very valuable. I mean, it's, it's a wonderful thing for us. You mentioned that some of your advertising is outsourced to an agency. Given the, you know, the importance of that kind of micro detail of getting things right to achieve the growth that you want to, I think a lot of businesses would have assumed you'd be managing that in-house. So what was the why did you decide to use an agency for something so cool? Yeah. So and it's a great point and it's a great question. I ultimately we wanted an agency that we knew was going to have in-house and with the accountability that we wanted people that were handling creative under our direction, but under their single roof, people that were handling some of the CRO stuff, people that were handling some of the specific design elements. So I knew that we couldn't afford to have all of those people under one roof. I knew that a single individual wasn't going to possess all of those skill sets the way that we would need. And so ultimately, um, being able to work with an accountable person at the agency who has accountable to them people that are within those four walls was going to be the greatest way to provide value to the business. And that's definitely proven true. Very nice. Very nice. Um, and what platform are you selling on? Are you still a WooCommerce company? So we're, we're sort of split. And proof that <laughs> I believe wholeheartedly in the idea of using data to support everything, we're actively doing a split test right now on WooCommerce versus Shopify. I know a lot of people are very, very big into Shopify. Um, I've sort of dragged my feet a bit, and I, I'll talk a little bit more about that. But we are pitting the two platforms head to head, sending traffic to both, and then looking at the cost per acquisition and looking at the retention, you know, following something that you do uh, on, on the marketing side, something that you're doing on advertising to a customer's LTV, not just CPA, is really, really, really important. And so we're we're making this almost a longitudinal study to say which of these platforms is actually better for retention long term. Wow. And I just case anyone's wondering what those abbreviations are. So CPA is cost per acquisition and LTV is lifetime value. So that's what a customer is worth to you over time, which of course in a subscription business is essential. Initially I was like, whoa, you're split testing two websites. That's mental. And then I was kind of like, well, as you're explaining, I'm like, why don't more of us do this? Because, you know, Often we we you know go right we're we're current I know a lot of people are still on Magento too going what what am I going to do how am I going to evaluate my business and they just pick something and build it and go with it 
without actually seeing if it's the right thing. And it's the biggest thing you can do in an e-commerce business to to improve or destroy results is to move website platforms. So, so you said it's going to be a longitudinal study to see the full lifetime value. How long do you think you'll be running the two for? Yeah. So I would say another three or four months to be able to prove wow. out, yeah, to be able to prove out that the lifetime value is ultimately greater for Shopify. And, you know, it it's yes, it does sound mental, I think, on on some level, but as you said, it's the single biggest factor that you can modify. You can do conversion rate optimization to try to optimize the platform that you're on. And we've done plenty of that. But um, there are fundamental differences to the checkout process. There are fundamental differences to load time, right? If, I, if, if I'm speaking to something that WooCommerce is uh, not as, as, as strong as Shopify, and uh, it is definitely load time, even with optimization, you know, uh, all of these different factors, you ultimately are able to get really, really granular and you know, prove out, make these sites as similar as you possibly can, but ultimately modifying those different factors so that you end up kind of building out these two, uh, two, two, two different paths that you're able to say, okay, this is the one that won. At the end of the day, you know, with all of these different factors involved, this is the winner. I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of just testing out every possible variable that you can. I'm I'm very impressed by that. <laughs> so um, I'm going to keep us going through the questions, though. So, so we've covered a few different different areas as we went through that, but I think one of the ones I, I kind of wanted to come back to is that website. So let's just we'll park the kind of the split testing for a minute, the split testing between Shopify and WooCommerce for a moment. But as I said earlier, the the site is not it's not obviously e-commerce when you get on it. It's, there's a lot of content there. And then you, as you work through the content, you then get to a one product checkout, which is again, quite unusual for e-commerce. So has that been something that's evolved or was it always a decision to go, actually, we want this to be content first and the shop's just there? Yeah, it's a it's a good point. And ultimately we have some some kind of rules and regulations that we have to dance around. And this is still evolving. So I, I won't go down the rabbit hole too much with this, but one of our products is a CBD, a hemp-based CBD product that is legal in all 50 US states. It's it's legal in, in a lot of places worldwide. I can't speak to every territory, but um it is something that we historically would have had issues and still would have some issues today advertising on Facebook, which is our single biggest platform um, and, and you know, so many other areas. So what we've actually done, uh, and I hope Facebook isn't listening right now, we have buried that within an upsell. And so I'll speak to some of the plugins that we've, we've used about that, but we've been able to be compliant or, or, or have no issues with any of the rules by having this be a very, very kind of directed funnel. If you just go to restorepet.com and you look at our website, uh, we do have a lot of content, but there's also a very kind of linear path by which you can get to a single page checkout. And then once you finish that checkout, you've been tokenized, your payment information has been taken, and then you are seeing a single page upsell that's saying, hey, we've got this second product, this hemp product that is, uh, you know, you can improve the the benefits and improve the, the turnaround time. You'll see benefits that much faster. Here's why you should check out this product. And with one click, you've captured that payment. So they're not, if somebody 
clicks out of the page, if they if they abandon the page post initial checkout, I've still captured their payment. They bought that original product, but I've I've got this opportunity to take that tokenized customer that is you know has already put in their information, and with one click, I've got a second sale from them. Nice. And so, you know, you said you're coming in on the normal website. So I'm guessing you use um, different landing pages and different funnels for different ads as well as just different ad testing. That's right. I know how easy that is to do with WordPress. Is that more challenging to do with Shopify? It is somewhat more challenging. Um, there is a um, a plugin, and I, I'm not 100% sure of the name, but there's a few that do split testing for Shopify. So it is possible to do that. Um, ultimately, a lot of what we've designed in WooCommerce or in WordPress is using WooFunnels as the plugin. And so that plugin has uh, an experiments um, arm of the plugin that actually conducts the split testing for you, gives you a value, a cost per, you know, cost per customer, cost per click, um, and makes it very easy to declare a winner and then just basically erases, you know, all of the other paths by which the the losing um, split tests or split tests uh, we're going through. And so you're really able to quickly streamline. That's also the the platform that we use for this one-click upsell. We use that to accelerate the checkout process. So we've taken that from two pages down to one, really distilled this down to the most basic possible elements like we we for within the US you know we've got a city state and zip code we remove the city and state and just have them enter the zip code because you know we can glean from that what city and state they're in uh, you know the same is true of a lot of other international territories where we get customers from but it is literally just what is the most basic element? What's the most essential thing that I need the customer to put in? And let's just cut out all the BS and make it as as fast uh, as possible a checkout process. And you went to, um, or you, you know, your product is subscription and subscription only, as far as I could see. Was that always a, a definite decision is we're not going to allow people to buy one, they're going to have to to sign up for a continuous supply? Yeah. So that is actually one of the things that we, we initially were giving customers the option. And then we were able to prove out that obviously the value, the lifetime value is much higher for a subscription customer. And then it was even worth it with a higher cost per acquisition to acquire a subscription customer. Uh, now that we are also testing Shopify with our Shopify site, we are stepping back again, taking that as another opportunity to prove out with data. We're giving customers the option at a higher price to select just a single bottle. Because we, we do understandably have people that that say, uh, I'm potentially willing to subscribe to this, but I want to see the benefits first. So you know, prove it to me. Um, and I respect that that position very much. And it, it's certainly one of the reasons why we're, we're proving that out. But um, with my chief growth officer, Jordan, coming from BarkBox, which was a 100% subscription-based service, it, it, you know, it certainly made sense. And we have seen very promising numbers from that. But um, there's something to be said for the opportunity to acquire a one-time customer who will later convert to a subscriber that you may have lost otherwise yeah. if you didn't give them the opportunity to buy one time. It's tricky, isn't it? Because you may have lost them because they they wanted to try it before they wanted to subscribe. But you, but by offering the one, you may lose someone who otherwise would have just become a subscriber and who then never quite gets around to coming back. It's it's certainly something which has to be tested rather than guessed at, isn't it? 
Exactly. Yeah. No. And and you know we we took the position early on that if somebody was not going to eventually become a subscriber, we probably didn't want them as a customer because they weren't. This is a long term product that needs to be given you know month on month. It's not a quick cure, a quick fix. So in terms of just the the quality of the product, the quality of the experience for the pet, we knew that. Um, one month or two months worth and then just stopping there wasn't going to provide any sustained benefits. I'd, I'd rather kind of not have that person as a customer. It's just that subset of people that want to try it first that we don't want to lose out on. And you mentioned that virality is part of the explosive growth. And you mentioned Facebook ads as well, but I'm guessing the viral component of the growth isn't connected to the Facebook ads. So so what's the viral? Have you got some viral tips for the listeners? Yeah. Well, you know, I think ultimately if you can evangelize your customer base, you know, we have products that really do visibly make a difference. So if you've got a product that you really believe in and that your customers really believe in, we do a very simple thing. We send them an email sequence and we simply ask them to tell their friends. Uh, we've we've played around with offering incentives and we certainly will give a coupon code to that person. We've got an automated process whereby um, you know, they tell a friend and there's a referral type program in place. But just by making that ask, and we've seen even when we didn't offer a coupon code to, to that referral, that people are willing to tell other people about the product. So we actually had this test um, where we had, I just happened to notice incidentally, and this was a few years ago in, in, in the earlier days of the company, that I recognized a street name because we had a, a multiple customers on a single street. And I had no, none of us had any relationship to that street. Uh, and it was a customer. So I called the, the first customer to order from that street. And that customer had reported that they had a dog that was, you know, arthritic and not doing well. And they took the product and the dog was out, you know, running again. And, uh, and the, and the neighbors were asking and the, and the customer was saying, Hey, can you believe this? You should go try it. And we ended up with this one organic customer on a single street that spread to something, I think like 13 customers on the same street within like a three-month period. So it's if you've got a product that people really believe in and you just simply ask them to be advocates for you, uh, it's amazing how willing customers are to tell other people about their experience. Yeah. And that's the sort of thing which it, you don't need a plug-in to do it. You don't need anything technical. You just need to you know, send an email every now and then to everyone who's ever bought saying, if you liked it, tell someone. It's it's not complicated to do, is it? Obviously, you can then test and iterate and make it much more trackable. But but for those of you out there looking for some more sales at the moment, keep it simple. And the relationships, right? I mean, and you've got you've got to be able to make time uh, ultimately to really, really embrace the relationships that you form with your customers. And uh, you know, my my co-founder who passed away four years ago was my boss in one of my first jobs. A guy named Kenny Cram, who was the founder of FlavorX, which was the largest medication flavoring company in the world. And he always impressed upon me that the relationships that you form with customers is the single biggest factor behind your success. And that if your customers know that you 
genuinely care about them, it will fundamentally inform your entire relationship with them. And even when FlavorX was doing $20 million a year in revenue, um, you know, Kenny would sometimes get distracted by it. He's so into the customer relationship that, you know, he could go down a rabbit hole with it, but he really, really lived that, that belief. And in such a way that People always remembered that about him, and it really informed the success. You know, those customers believed in what he was doing, believed in the company, and it just, it, it was amazing to see. So I've always been inspired by that. E-commerce master plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are. It's safe to say that most of us have been doing more shopping online lately. And if you're an e-commerce brand, that means you might be seeing more first-time customers. But once they've made that first purchase, how do you keep them coming back? Well, that's what Klaviyo is for. Klaviyo is the ultimate email and SMS marketing platform for e-commerce brands. It gives you the tools to build your contact lists, send memorable emails, automate key messages and more way, way more. Whether you're launching a new business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo can help you get growing faster. And it's free to get started. Visit klaviyo.com slash masterplan to create your free account. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. With Sempro Online from Pitney Bowes, you can simply print postage stamps and shipping labels even when working remotely. For as low as $4.99 a month, you'll get access to special discounts and save up to 40% off USPS Priority Mail. Plus, for being an e-commerce master plan listener, you'll receive a free 30-day trial to get started and a free £10 scale to ensure that you never overpay. So you can calculate the exact postage online, print from your PC and avoid trips to the post office. Go to pb.com forward slash masterplan to access this special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free £10 scale to get started. That's pb.com slash m-a-s-t-e-r-p-l-a-n to experience savings in your shipping costs with a free trial of Sempro Online from Pitney Bowes. It's time for the Top Tips Round. Okay, Brian, I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So, Brian, you ready for these? Let's do it. Okay, first up, the book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agrees to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? So this is not a business book, uh, and, and this may seem interesting, but I'm going to say The Power of Now. Um, it's the single biggest influence on my entire approach to business. And the reason is that there is absolutely nothing else that we have in, in this life, but this moment. And it's not a spiritual thing. It's not, it's literally just, we live right now, everything else, nothing else matters. So take that first step right now, whatever you want to do, do it right now. You have to, because this is all you'll ever have. Love it. And listeners, you can't, you can't obviously can't see either of us right now because it's not a poor podcast, but I can see Brian and he was so smiling and so eager to tell you all about that book. I think we're all going to have to go and read it. Um, okay. The traffic top tip, which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's, that's an interesting one. I'm, I'm going to have to say other than the obvious, which is split testing, I'm going to say email marketing, and ultimately acquisition of new customers via uh, channels to subscribe to your newsletter. It's just, it's amazing what that's done for us. It's a no-cost technique. And we have just, it's been wild what we've been able to do in terms of improving traffic just by communicating with our customers. 
And I, you know, you say you said about email acquisition, and I saw on your site that um, I think the pop up I saw was thirty three percent off your first order. That's a pretty major discount to be giving away. And I was before having started talking to you, my question was going to be, did you test that? Which Obviously, you did. So I'm going to rephrase it slightly and say, how many iterations do you test of the that email sign up, that first chance to capture the de- the, the customer's data? We did a bunch, and we actually the the key is not just testing it to see you know which one is going to perform better, but testing it to see not only which one is more valuable in terms of the acquisition, uh, the the cost per acquisition. So you know, yes, if I give a customer a ten dollar discount, um, that's great, and you know, ultimately, if my cost per acquisition decreases by fifteen dollars, that was a net win. But also, that customer that is value driven, are they going to remain a subscriber? What is the life time value of that customer. So we tried 50% off. We tried taking a loss on the first order. We tried, uh, we we did an iteration of a single $1 subscription offer. You'd sign up for $1 and then, you know, you would get your renewal every month. That didn't, that we got a tremendous number of, you know, new subscribers. And and people trying to game the system and all that kind of stuff. We we would you know tie it to an IP address and all different kinds of things there. But ultimately, we found that if we were offering that high of a value, that high of a discount, that people weren't assigning the value to the product as much. You know, they they were they were bargain hunters, and ultimately, you know, there's a level of premiumization to the product. So yeah, we ultimately saw that in terms of. Um, CPA for Facebook advertising, as well as just the LTV of the customer, that the 33% was the way to go. So there you go, guys. Time to get testing if you haven't already done it on your email pop-ups. Um, okay, the tool top tip. Maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? Yeah, so I'm going to quickly recommend two. One is Basecamp. We we love Basecamp. I'm not personally a fan of Slack. I know a lot of people use Slack. It just never really resonated with me. But Basecamp has been wonderful for the way that you've got you know, inline messages, you've got file storage, it's inexpensive, very it's just simple to use. But one that's kind of out of left field that I really like is called Cultivate. Um, and what that app does, it's a very simple kind of thing, but it reminds you when it's time to contact someone again, and it gives you context for the relationship. And so whether that is you know, a potential partner, a potential investor, whatever in the world it may be, uh, this simple app called Cultivate will tell you, hey, it's been X amount of time since you talked to this person. Let me remind you all about, you know, your relationship with them. It's time to reach out to them. And I find that it's really, really great for, uh, you know, keeping teams engaged with the, the partners and the people that they're working with. Nice. And how are we spelling Cultivate? C U L T. I-V-A-T-E. So cult, the letter I-V-A-T-E. Wow, no no Ks, no Us, no strange no, letters no, just, crossing just, in. Just, just, just literally cultivate. And, I think, and, the, and the, the icon's got like a picture of a little you know plant or flower growing, that kind wow. of thing. I was uh, assuming that there'd be some crazy letters in no, there. Yeah, maybe no, a number eight. But Just cultivate. Wow. And it's very, very, uh, it's simple, it's free, but it, it's effective. Very nice. And then the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1,000, what would be your number one tip for them? I think that the the way to do that is going to be through 
social advertising, Facebook advertising, and I'm sure a lot of people say that. But what I would say is, if there's nothing else that I impress upon you from this podcast, it is ultimately use data to test every single thing that you're doing and constantly be uh, having these variables compete against one another. So, you know, even every week, even with a small budget, right? If you've got the 100 orders, you're on your way. Ultimately, driving that from 100 to 1,000 is about taking that what works and making it better again and again and again and again. Another excellent answer. Um, Brian, before we say goodbye, could you let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media, please? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we are Restore a Pet, R-E-S-T-O-R-A-P-E-T. That's RestorePet.com. It's Restore a Pet on you know, every social media site, Instagram, Facebook. If there's, you know, if, if, if for people that are thinking about launching their business, find something where you can get the handle as just your business name. Like we are just Restore a Pet <laughs> on everything, which we love. Um, yeah, it's so it's it's we make these supplements for pets that um, are you know guaranteed and proven to improve quality of life within 30 days. And Brian, I believe you've got a special offer for the listeners too. Yes, that's right. So at checkout, uh, you can just use code MASTERPLAN, and that takes 40% off your first order. So definitely invite people to check that out. Even better than the email pop-up. 7% better. <laughs> there we go, guys. You can't you can't resist that. Um, okay, Brian, thank you so much. You've shared so much great, great information. Um, I've learned a lot. I'm sure the listeners will too. So thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much. As many of you know, I'm a big fan of split testing and testing and checking results, especially of email pop-ups right the way through to, does it actually bring you a sale? Because we all know the bigger the discount, the more signups we'll get. So great to talk to someone who's you know thoroughly embracing that in every part of their business. And I, the, the, um, the complexity of split testing websites, but I love the fact they're doing it. Um, so I think I hope you've got lots out of that episode. You can get your hands on the notes from today's show, including all those top tips, links, details of related episodes, and more by heading over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, where you'll find a massive list of our episodes. And somewhere near the top will be the link through to the page of details about this one. If you're enjoying the podcast, please do share it with your e-commerce friends. Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, however you want to share it is fine by us. But it'd be lovely, to, as always, to get more people listening so they can hear the awesome advice of guests like Brian today um, and we can help them improve their businesses too. Have a great week and keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com slash podcast.